All right. I uh, I need to issue an apology here. This was recorded midday Thursday. Uh, just realized it's uh, Friday night, 8 p.m. West Coast time. Just realized that the pod never published. I forgot to um, hit publish. So anyways, this is going out. It's better late than ever. But uh, thank God we don't have an advertiser. All right. Everybody have a safe, fun I guess it's kind of Halloween weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 27th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh I'm doing all right. I got to say we're one game into the bowl season and we're one players meeting in. There's a there's a <laughs> players only meeting. The coach walks in, players are fighting, asks if they need a moment. And they say yes, he leaves. One game in, your team's got a players-only meeting. Is that a good sign? It's a good sign for your more of your free time this winter. You are, you could check out now. I'll see you next year. Maybe I'll get interested in the free agency period and the draft. But this is the, the, the beauty of the Browns uh, being done so often by September 30th or so over the last two decades. You can just get your Sundays free. Don't invest your mental energy, certainly your emotions, in any of this bullshit. Flares don't—they're not even toying with you. They're not drawing you in for November and December, and then it blows up as predicted. No, just get it out of the way now. You're done. You. This is not something you need to invest in, at least heavily. You can casually keep it, keep tabs on it. But yeah, it's great. One game, one players meeting. They're shouting at each other. Just fabulous stuff. That's what you want to hear. Right off the gate. I, I love, you know, there's all these people. It's like, God, it feels like it's the same team as last year. It's like, well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the exact same team as last year. So, yeah, it got the same problems. Uh, we got some feedback. At least one tweeter tweeted at us saying, why do you guys talk so much? Can you stop talking about MLB and NBA and, you know, every player on the Illinois roster's free throw percentage or Boston College football, whatever it is. I got to say, you just got to take the good with the bad, man. I'm sorry if they don't fit your float your boat. We just wander around over here. And sometimes, the you know, non-golf stuff makes it. We try to make it mostly about golf. Some serious, some not. But other things creep in. And all right, um, let's I, I got I got a segment for our, our listener, our disgruntled listener. All right. Let's talk what? about the, the three main story lo- stories on on Golf Digest, Golf.com and uh, and uh, Golf Week. All right. Uh, golf Digest, inside the embarrassing and irresistible world of viral golf fights. What do you got on that, Brendan? I guess I have questions about how do you get inside that world? Like, what is this like? A, is this like an, an organization? Don't they just spontaneously happen on the golf course between two people that may be acquainted? How do you get inside that world? I, I, I don't get that. I don't get that title. It's not like a... 
It's not like a club. It All seems right. like a spontaneous thing. That's my question on that. Up next, 70 most, this is golf.com, 70 most annoying golfer habits, according to annoyed golfers. Do you want to talk about that? What do you, what do you got on that? I mean, it seems like it could be a subject for golf advice. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that later today, golf advice. And then okay. the last annoying one. habits. All right, this is, this is some semblance of news. I'm not sure it's first page story news. The first Live Golf Promotions event is set for December in Abu Dhabi. But who will play? Everything you need to know for Live Golf's first promotion event as it attempts to open pathways to its lead. That's from Adam Woodward. Great golf yeah. week writer. Yeah. No, we talked about this last week. We talked <laughs> about right. the Q School last week for so, Live in Abu Dhabi. It should be an interesting deal. Three, three spots, two, three days. Different exemption categories. I mean, if you're hard up for cash and you got some golf talent, I think a lot of guys are going to show up to that. Yeah, but yeah, not a lot going on. So, so we talked right about now. that. Can, can the podcast hosts choose what we get to talk about? Can we go back to that? <laughs> I would like to because the first note I had, in our, and we don't make many notes, so it's just kind of chicken scratch, so we don't forget a few things. I think we, I may need to apologize to the Texas Rangers to get back <laughs> off golf. Get off golf. We're done with golf. I may need to apologize to the Texas Rangers. Uh, they've been around a little longer than I said new, but not that long. They moved there in the 70s. I just, my whole point was you don't encounter many Rangers fans. I know there's North Texas is a great sports area. But like you see Cowboys fans, you meet a fair hand, come across hands, but Mavs I don't think fans. it is a great sports area. I think that every, ooh, the ooh. the crazy Cowboys fandom uh, inflates everything else. Like you don't, yeah, the Mavs, there are nothing, nothing TCU? franchise. Yeah, TCU, the Dallas Stars. That's just they just stole them from the Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So I just don't encounter Rangers fans. It's not like a, and I, I've, I've traveled a world. I've gone to, I've lived in different, there's just not a lot of, I'm sure there are fans, but they're like third in line. They're first Cowboys, they're first, then they're Mavs. And then they like wear their Rangers hat like one time a year. I don't think like, the, I, I'm going to get popped for this. I'm just saying, I don't think it's like, well, a they big, don't wear it one time a year. They wear, wear it one time a decade that their team's relevant. That's it. And there are, we also got, we got, I got a great one, correction. I got one, I got one Diamonds Max fan. That <laughs> got, got a on great, me. great. Oh, you did? Just one, one. I, I think I, I think I could say anything I want about the Diamondbacks oh, franchise without repercussion. Because there's being no fans. Elitist. We're being elitist. We, we're being annoying right now, I think. But we did get one correction of at least one Diamondbacks fan. And that is our good friend, as evidenced by his co-branded tailor-made hat and the A, the Diamondbacks A, on the side of it, like they do, you know, they license the major league, and that is the Big Bill hat of Big Bill Reavy. He's a Diamondbacks fan, so he ha- he wore it on tour. So we know at least one Diamondbacks fan, Chez. I think that may get me to to root for the D-backs in the series because if he's too good enough for Chez, it's good enough for me. And that, that's your World Series update. I apologize again to the Rangers, you know, I guess for saying they're new. But it just it doesn't do anything for me. I feel like I can't root for the D-backs. Maybe the underlying thing is that my cubbies uh, induced, like, I think that I think the D-backs started the, the slide for the Cubs and effectively took their place in the playoffs. 
they they got oh, they year. four yeah. games swept the Cubs, and then the Cubs had like a monumental September meltdown. Just basic, basically, it started. It all started with the D backs. All right. Well, that's that's our baseball minute. Uh, the Twitter not going to be happy that we went off golf yet again. Um, we won't be on golf again on Sunday. I'm going to be with you. Halloween it's our costumes. annual Halloween costumes, fifth annual. That's a. I guess Golf Digest did an article on this, trying to get ahead of us. No. Very similar. Ten themed golf themed Halloween costumes. They said they're coming for your. I said we will. I'm not going to read that. I don't want to be have my impressions colored. But just trust, we will come correct, and we will come original with our usual fifth annual golf themed Halloween in person recording. Uh, look. We know if you want to submit some suggestions, go ahead, send them to wherever you DM or golf. You could even send them a golf advice email, but we'll have our own long list. We know, we know Michael Block will be one. We know he's the subject of, of sure uh, this, this episode that we will, that we've done. Uh, Michael Block will be involved, but the we'll raw, have a few other you can, creative. You can purchase a raw hat on uh, TaylorMade.golf.com. Just you know, this is a free ad. It's thirty-five bucks to get your own raw hat if you want to be Michael Block. We're doing all these free ads: tough sheds, raw hat. I mean, Michael Block. You'll just do it now. You go to you go you go. You ring the doorbell, trick or treat. They give you a king <laughs> size. No. Like, me? No. <laughs> no. No. Me. <laughs> Nah, get out of here. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, just walk off the porch incredulous with your kid. Yeah. There, so there's your teaser. I mean, that's the easiest low-hanging fruit. We'll have a full slate of costumes. No. For Sunday. Rory, me? Play with Rory? No. Come on. Just well, saying. It, turn, it turns out you're tied with them in this tournament, so you're playing with them. No. <laughs> it turns out you're tied. <laughs> you are tied with them yes that's a possibility you made the cut they have pairings and you are paired with them <laughs> get out of here this is the time of my life you kidding me it tell that landed on the green no it didn't that didn't get on the green these it people at the door <laughs> These people at the door. Raising canes. Me? They want me? You know, take orders? No. Come on. Wait, there's a, you're, you're recording this phone call? It couldn't be a sponsor's exemption. <laughs> we want you in Canada, Colonial, everywhere you'll play. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, get out of here. Um, okay. The people will be very confused that, that you're... Hey, here's a here's a question. This is a legit question. Okay. If you put Blocky, if you put Blocky in a in a pro am lottery with all every player in golf, where does he get drafted? Okay, so you're talking like at a PGA Tour of like the Wednesday pro or the Monday Tuesday night pro am party pairings party. Not a PGA Tour. Big- you got all the play. You got live players. Okay, you got. But these are PGA amateurs that are like sponsors and business yes. execs, and you, just, the top guys pick, and they go. Out, Rory's off the board early, and all this stuff. Yeah, right? Rom's or, off yeah, the okay. board early. Right. You know, it's just where does Blocky go? Oh my god! I, I think I, I think maybe in like the eight to twelve range, somewhere in there. 
Would that be fair? Ten to no. ten. To, ten to, <laughs> me, I mean, is it me, the year twenty twenty three? Go ahead of JT. No. Maybe it's like the ten to fifteen range, somewhere in there. I mean, you got Kevin Na saying he should get pro sponsors exemptions. I say, you know, in our last episode about those live quotes, I'd say Blocky's a better use of a sponsors. No, I mean, if a place is used, a tour event's using sponsors exemption on Kevin Na, they've got larger problems, you know. But Kevin thinks he should get three or four. Blocky, right. he's got to be way up the list. All right, so I think the bonafide before him is like Scheffler, Rory, Rom, Hovland, Ricky. Spieth, Phil Brooks. So we're at Phil. seven now with Phil, Phil and please. Phil and yeah, yes. Phil and, and Brooks. Seven. We're at seven. I think at that point he's fair game. <laughs> DJ. Well, Tiger. Tiger is eight. So he's gonna, Tiger is everybody. So we'll involved. just throw Tiger in there. Okay. Right. So he said okay. he's at eight. So we're at not nine. I think is where is Bryson ahead of him. Probably. He should be. Come it on. Should this be. is insane. Yes. So nine. See, I think 10 to 15 is probably right. You're right in that wheelhouse. Is JT ahead of him? Yeah. I mean, yes. See, JT was out of Panther National. First rounds of Panther Amazing. National. Amazing. Breaking it in there. It's going to be good. Uh, yeah, he's up there. It, that's 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 the monster we've created. The, the modern media has blown up Blocky and it just never ends. I saw he was on a podcast, first cut this week. Just he's everywhere. Never he ends. He's walking he back spot- all the comments. Oh, he was? Yeah. I saw I saw somebody tweeting about about his comment. I I watched the little snippet. He was like, I had the best week of my life and I finished T fifteen. It wasn't okay. like if I drove it like Rory. Top five. It was like the <laughs> I mean, complete opposite. Without um, a doubt. Candor. Good for Blocky. Yeah. Good for Blocky. He's chasing now that he has a couple extra $100 million in his bank account after the last six months or whatever it's been. Um, good for Blocky. We're going to see him in Q1 and, and in the Halloween costumes episode. Um, where do you want to go and next? And in the year week? review. Year review. There might be a whole Blocky episode. I mean, yeah, there is. There, I mean, there's, there's going to be Blocky's going to come up every episode. It's <laughs> should, unbelievable. You could they, go as a group costume of blocks. There's so many Blocky iterations this year <laughs> that you could go with four or five buddies as the Blockies. And, and you know, you're pre-Blocky with no brands on your shirt. You're pre-O-Kill. Then you're O-Kill in the moment. Then you're like F1 racer Blocky. You're, you could do Blocky with one the blocky. group costume. Yeah. <laughs> grinding to make break 80 at colonial blocky you could do all sorts of different blockies and just as a group costume i think that's probably the way to go so we'll have more of those on sunday should the pga uh, wanna... championship be renamed should the slogan be changed to what what is the slogan even B- blocky's next chance shot <laughs> Oh, God. He's going to get like a TV deal or something like that, right? I've, I feel like anything's on, t- on the table. I wonder if he's part of the TGL <laughs> Any- broadcast crew. Anything is on the table. I, he could I be don't. a TGL. I said this to somebody. Somebody, 
a well-known golf influencer was getting at me because I posted something on my Instagram about Blocky. And it was all love. I love Blocky. We're doing five minutes. Blocky just spilled five minutes when there's nothing going on in golf on the pod. I love Blocky. Um, I said to him, I said, lack of originality. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said to him, I said to him, this is all with love. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like running for president in five years. I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Honestly, that I'm being serious. Like we, I've entered this place where this is the only things in the realm of possibilities with him. Blocky. Yeah, he's going to be on TV. He's going to be coasting. Yeah. God. Un- unbelievable. All right. Uh, let's get back to North Texas. Bryson. DeChambeau. Did you see this? Yeah. He's As going after Top Golf. I mean, I, I, all the headlines Top Golf competitor. I mean, in theory, it's a comp- Top Golf just sold for two point six billion dollars to Callaway a few years ago. This is just an idea and some renderings, and they call it Top Golf competitor, potentially a competitor. Um, he's he's it's called under par life, under par one word, under par life, UPL, under par life is the name of the place. It's a two story. It'll be in North Texas. Uh, suburb of Fort Worth, Hawks Creek Golf Course, a public course. They have a 99-year lease under par life is going to be there for the next 99 years on a public course. Um, I, they better check with the tour, make sure they didn't trademark that. Well, they don't have live. Live under par. Lup under par. Yeah, but I feel like know? they would have trademarked everything every which way under or around it. You know, like when they go for those trademarks, you know, you, you see... Every iteration that seems very close to live under par. So this was in. Do you think under par life was kicked around before live under par started? I I mean, it should have been kicked out of the kick to the curb. It's a terrible name. Under par life. What I'm going up to under par life. Where are you getting dinner? Under par life. It's just terrible. It's not a good name, uh, but I, I wish them the best. It will be, according to one of its founders, Under Par Life will be, hands down, the premier public use golf practice facility in the state of Texas. And it could very well be the premier facility in the entire United States. I mean, you could just say anything. You could say anything and people like, who is who's ranking premier practice facilities? And like, who's going to say, well, this is one, that's two. I'll tell you who. They're I'll just tell you saying, who. What? The magazines? World, the World Golf Awards. So it's a 16,000 square foot deal. Uh, celebrity chef has brought in 42 hitting bays, 500 yard driving range, three bars, a kitchen. Um, DeChambeau says expense is a barrier to most things in life. It is an unusually high barrier to experience the joy of golf. Under par life at Hawks Creek is the first of many locations designed to redefine access to golf by reducing cost barriers. Our initiatives are they are really to- re- redefining? Like, if that is in case, if that is in fact the purpose of this place, good for Bryson. I will just say, like, three graphs down below, the other funder says this is for, like, the high-end, like, low-handicap, like, aggressive user. So what is it for? I mean, it's he's saying it's for, like, people who have never played before and should be low-cost and not be a barrier um, and this, and, and later it says we're aiming to create 
you know, something that's for the low handicap. We're targeting low handicappers with our world-class practice facility, while also stealing market share from Top Golf with our gamification and celebrity chef-led food. So they're trying to get nice food. They're they're talking a big game. I mean, they're they're not uh they're not tipping their cards either. Or are, are they tipping their cards? They they're kind not conce- of are. They're tipping their I, hand. I, I right? feels like That's... they're showing exactly what they want to do. They don't <laughs> yeah. want to pay for the land. They just and then they're going to get celebrity chefs. Um guy said what do you say? What? You no one has ever said, "Hey, let's go to Top Golf for lunch." This is Deering, some funder, but people I feel will like that's do that. Literally, under- like what happens? Isn't that? Isn't, I agree. Isn't but Top I Golf say, like a bar and restaurant? There's, and there's that someone has out there. Say. Yes, someone has for sure said that. This guy's making all sorts of claims. This guy's making all sorts of big claims, coming out swinging with nothing more than renderings. No one has ever said, hey, let's go to Top Golf for lunch, but people will do that at Under Par Life. Um, <laughs> at I, Under I, Par know, Life. <laughs> they're going for good food. I bet people have gone to Top Golf for like, lunch before. I feel I'm like they say. made a mistake spelling life properly and not with a Y. Well, <laughs> I. I just, I'm trying to figure, it looks like, you know, good. Everybody wants, everybody's getting into these things. There's all sorts of different, you know, pop stroke, drive shack, under par life, top What's the golf. tiger bar? The JT? The pop ti- stroke, t- right? No, the new one. With oh, the, T-squared. T- T-squared with t- Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah, I mean, everybody's, Bryson's now in this one. And if it is, in fact, to kind of, you know, reduce barriers, good for him. I appreciate, hey, uh, you know, he should be applauded for that. How many t- friends can you have that are named JT? Like, can... Could Tiger be friends with JT, Justin Thomas, and Justin Timberlake? How do what? How does he di- differentiate with them? I think he probably calls calls him Timby. Timby. <laughs> yeah, that seems like the Tigerification of Justin. I like Timberlake. that. I like Timby. Timby. Yeah. So that's un- under par life and uh, coming to North Texas and I don't know breaking ground this year and open at some point. We'll have to go at some point. I we'll, think we we'll should try and pitch him on a live podcast opening party. You know? Send- oh, we could do that. We could set up at one of the three bars, celebrity chef, and then we'll do our we'll do our podcast in the corner. Welcome I to feel Under like Par Life. Celebrity chef is this term that only applies to the food industry, right? Like you don't ever hear like celebrity brewer for a beer maker, right? Or a celebrity celebrity barista for a coffee <laughs> like right. <laughs> Yeah. And what makes a celebrity chef? Like I don't know any. Uh, I know I know like yeah. three chefs' name. I know Gordon Ramsay. Call me uncultured. Call me an idiot. Yeah. Whatever. I know like three chefs' names. Yep. So yep. how's there this? You know how's there this huge demand for celebrity chefs? Well, you know how are there hundreds if if common people don't know? Or is it? Do they just put celebrity chef by any chef's name? And then they're then a celebrity. Well, I mean, I guess I would be dubious considering they're already saying they're a top golf competitor, the celebrity chef. No one's ever gone to Top Golf for lunch. It's already the premier <laughs> practice facility in all of Texas and maybe the United States. They are States. trying maybe, to be knows? a lot of things. They're, well, trying- I, they're trying to be a I guess some low cost, <laughs> low barrier thing, but also for only low handicappers. I'm I'm trying to read the article. I don't know. But Bryson's involved. Sounds, like, under a, sounds like an idea of a guy who cooks bacon with his shirt off. <laughs> I mean, Bryson's kind of a celebrity chef. 
That is true. <laughs> Way to bring that around. Good job. Good job there. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's slow time. I don't have much more. Fred Ridley and Marty Sleeps down at the Asia Pacific Amateur and Royal Melbourne um, apparently are correcting any speculation in the media or otherwise that some sort of carve-outs exemptions into their major championships are being created for live golf players. It does not sound like anything's changing really for 2024. So you're, um, you're saying the they Masters. aren't going to the top 15 like Bubba suggested. <laughs> Bubba got a green jacket, but uh, I, I, you know, via his two wins, but I don't think Ridley is soliciting his input on, on live exemptions right now for the master's tournament. Um, but yes, they, they spoke at the Asia Pacific amateur I wouldn't say in crystal clear terms, but hinted pretty strongly that, you know, sleep smarty is, is just like, you know, we're an open, you can get into it or we're going to remain open. No one's forbidden from coming, but uh, it didn't sound like new exemptions are going to necessarily be created or it's being discussed. At least it's being, it's, it's not, it's, they, they certainly haven't discussed it publicly with anyone that that's going to happen. So can you um, guess, can you guess who's like, players in the 11 to 15 on the money list on live who they were no. standings they're standings. no i i can't i'm sorry i just can't i don't think i could get brendan Steele, chucky uh, howell Steel. the third howell the third's 10th steely steely is god where is he steely's 19th <laughs> tringali 16th um, I don't know. I don't remember like who had not a great season, but an okay. Like who's who was there? I don't like. Come on, I don't know. I didn't. You ready? Who? You want me to go? Yeah. Eleven through yeah. fifteen. Eleven through yeah. fifteen. Eleven. Bassi Munoz. Twelve. Peter Uline. Thirteen. Lahiri. Uh, fourteen. Mean Dean Burmeester, and fifteen. Oh Carlos Ortiz. I mean, talents, certainly. Talents. World players. I mean, yeah, like maybe like the 150th best player in the world talent. I mean, what was Bassi Munoz was what, up to 50 in the world? Peter Uline hasn't played in a major since 2018. It's 2023 right now. He Um, questionably had, he like somewhat had his European tour status before the... Lahiri had questionable status on the PGA Tour. Burmeester was a household name on the European Tour. Mean Dean. I mean, household name. Let's not get carried away. Well, on this podcast, he was. (laughs) I can't undermine it. That's not household. Yeah. We're not not a household name. uh, uh, I guess Basti Budios was an international team on the President's Cup. He's done fine. He's done well. And Ortiz won on the PGA Tour. But, like... I mean, Flex these are guys are not these, aren't, these guys are like questionable major. Like, if you get if they get into a major, they're like, oh, how do he get in? Right, right. Uline has not yet. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Ongoing Q school. I am just delighted by the Q school sites. I was, I was first stage is going on right now. The final stage. Um, I think it's December, what is that? December 14th to 17th at Sawgrass, Dive Valley. Monday Q has some amusing anecdotes. He's out there canning at one, but 
just some incredible places. Magnolia Grove Golf Course, Bermuda Run Country Club, Abilene Country Club, Walden. Well, what about Walden Wilderness Ridge? Akchin, Champions Gate, Wilderness Ridge in Lincoln, Nebraska. Muskegee Golf Club in Oklahoma. Bear Creek, Marietta, California, home of uh, Ricky. Falls Club, Lake Caroline Golf Club, University of New Mexico, and then Rockwell Golf and Athletic Club. So all these places sort of across like Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, SEC country. Uh, first first stage. Uh, it's just kind of an amusing road, uh, uh, but you, you get where you can. T- t- like these guys could be playing for $20 million purses, technically. Dreamer. It's a dreamer, but but you know, that's where the PGA Tour has set up first stage of, of Q School. And it doesn't, it's not. It ain't cheap to enter Q school these days. If you're trying, it's not just a dream. You got to have some cash in your pocket to get to Q school. But we'll be tracking that over the next, I don't know, six, six, eight weeks as that goes on. Um, what else do I have? How about here? the guy Nothing. that's leading in Alabama? Did you see the name of him to go along no. with your your course names? The li- no. the guy the leader in Alabama right now through two and a half rounds is named Ford Clegg. Oh, I've heard that name before. Probably a notable since schedule for the week one day, one time. So ah, good to see to David Perkins, State. Illinois, uh, Illinois star, oh, star Illinois State player. There you go. Third place. There, there. you go. All right, Joey Wiseman. Uh, How about that? Yeah, there's not much left this year in terms of competitive golf. You've got the Q schools. You've got three events: Butterfield, wherever Mayakoba is, El Cardinal. Uh, Cardinal Tigers event, Butterfield, Bermuda, and then RSM. Those are your three PJ tour. And they've got this 10 top 10 or next 10 really zeroing in. On hey, that. who's the that. guy? Who's the guy f- that plays in Bermuda every year that we always uh, have fun that he's in the field? Um, <laughs> is it the local? Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't know, but he's well, going to come into our radar. Last year they had like the sixty-five-year-old local shot like eighty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'll be in our crosshairs in a couple weeks, and the Butterfield comes up. I should note the uh, Punta Cana Punta Cana Mid-Am Open registration. Uh, Mid-Am's out there. You know, if you got a handicap, you could too be playing in a PGA Tour event. Screw Q School. It's like Devil, Devil's Elbow, right? Yeah, the Devil's Elbow Mid-Am. If you win it, you are playing in a freaking PGA Tour event. Screw Q School. Go try to get hot at the Devil's Elbow, and then you're in the Punta Cana. And then who knows? If you're on the cocktail tour, just give it a shot. Get down to Punta Cana. Now, I saw someone promoting that earlier. The Devil's Elbow Mid-Am is open straight to the PGA Tour. <laughs> from the winner's circle on that for next year. Look into that. Look uh, at that I little loophole. Little loophole to get to the PGA Tour. <laughs> all the pathways. I mean, all the open pathways to get to the Tour. For mid-amps. Okay. All right. Let's do uh, golf advice. SGSGolfAdvice at gmail.com. It is brought to you today by Club TFE, our hey. fabulous membership offering, which opened up events last night. Um Club T- to Club TFE members only. That's one perk. Many other perks. 52 course profiles. A weekly course profile with, I don't know, I, I'm on the best phot- photography of golf courses. I don't want to be too haughty here. You know, I'd say it's probably the best, but it's among the best. Amazing photography. Sometimes a hole-by-hole guide. Uh, uh, the best illustrations from Cameron is like, you know, 
not to brag, he's won the Lido contest for drawing golf holes three freaking times. He's forbidden from entering anymore. So he draws illustrations in our course profiles. You get one of these a week. Um, you get early access to events. You get 10% off merchandise. We do a weekly hangout. We do weekly, uh, monthly, monthly hangout, weekly, monthly, <laughs> hangout. <laughs> monthly hangout, monthly videos. I don't want to oversell our, what our offering here, but there's a lot. It's we try to make it worth your time. Um, we might have and a pair with a- year in review for, for shotgun listeners. We've talked about it. We've batted it around. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, we want it to be content. You kind of can't get anywhere else. Like, I mean, not some of those headlines we read at the top of this podcast. Uh, try to be unique content that feels like it's good and worth paying for and a bunch of other stuff that's not content like the events early access. So uh, Club TFE, become a member today. We're, 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 it's hot, man. Hottest club in town is, is it's humming right now as we roll into 2024. I'm happy with that. Let's get to golf advice. All right, golf you got advice. One? Yeah, it's going to be on YouTube. I got my grit hat on just to, to grit through these dog days of October with no <laughs> content. Blocky provides. Come on. Right. Blocky, Blocky, will was provide. The, Blocky was the centerpiece of our, our pod today. Um, uh, all right, golf advice. The let's see what the subject is. Just golf advice question. Hi, guys. First time. uh, Long time. First time. I'm late 40s. Two kids and don't have a ton of interest in fighting, though. I can't say the same for the rest of my crew. We are nine years into an annual 16 person Ryder Cup trip. And I've done so many emails about this kind of setup and have done some great courses. Ireland, Pinehurst, Arcadia, Sand Valley, Traverse City. Payne's Valley, uh, the group tends to get after it, but it is mostly, it's usually mostly under control. This year we went to Kiowa. When I, saw- I can speak to people getting after at Pinehurst last week. Oh yeah, they, there's, they were. There's some, there's some fellas getting after. I mean, it there. just the 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 feel of Pinehurst compared to Kiowa could not be more different. So. When I saw the number of women slash children on the property, I knew we might be in the wrong place. We've got a few guys that go a little overboard on the fireball shots. (laughs) The second day, we played the ocean course in the morning, and then one of the other courses in the afternoon. After the 12th hole of the second 18, the car girl told us uh, she was told she had to cut us off. No, this is the ocean course. No, it's it's the other course. It might have okay. been a turtle point. Who turtle knows? Turtle point. Or you know, there's not enough fireball <laughs> in the world to get you through that round. But I don't blame them for that one. I would say, it, you know, guzzling fireball at the whatever six hundred dollar ocean course seems like a waste of time opportunity. But you might need it at turtle point. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> we convinced her to get us another round, but then the ranger oh, no. showed up oh, with, no. a, with a Charleston County sheriff. No! <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> apparently, the someone, sheriff. <laughs> apparently, someone in the first group. So there's 16 of them. Uh-huh. Four uh-huh. groups. Apparently, someone in the first group had gotten a bit out of control and got into it with someone that lived on the course. All 16 of us got escorted off the course. It was fairly ridiculous, but also pretty embarrassing. I mean, he's in his late 40s. Getting escorted off a golf course. I mean, Myrtle Beach, maybe. I see this happening. (laughs) The police were called. 
So the sheriff coming out at my, Kiowa. My question: Do we bump the one to two guys that got us kicked off, or do we just resign ourselves to Midwestern golf resorts that are self-contained and don't have women or children within ten miles of the property? <laughs> I mean. It sounds like the the ethos of the trip is pretty well ingrained. And I don't think you want to go changing, tinkering with that. Even though authorities have been called at certain times. I don't think you want to go take... I don't try to reinvent the wheel on that part. The ethos is well ingrained. I think you just need to be a little more selective. And not in a discerning way, but but lower the bar maybe for where you go. And try to get more self-contained someplace that allows for a cushion for this kind of golf trip and this kind of yokel. Yeah. Does that I think, make sense? I think you avoid, you avoid country clubs. You avoid Kiowa Island. You worth, uh, avoid family resorts. Like set your sights on, I feel like treetops. Boyne would be great places for this kind of behavior. Um, you know, I feel like it would be really embraced in a lot of Midwestern. And I think this this emailer comes from the Midwest. It makes it easier to travel. You know, just just I mean, Piner's is a perfect place for it, right? Like it's all it's all everybody's getting after it there. Yep. Yeah. But again, like not cheap. I don't need to be like stumbling, I think bumbling. It doesn't seem like these guys are bear- sparing yeah. any expense on this. They're wiping trip. their <laughs> ass with $100 bills, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like these guys have a good arrangement and they can take care of themselves. Um, Piners, I guess, could be a, a nice little medium. Yeah. It sounds but like they've would, gone there. Right. 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 Keep it, keep it contained. I would not choose family resorts. I would not choose where there's like civilization on each side of every hole, right? Like where there are homes, like there would be at Kiowa. You wouldn't uh, kick the guys out. I don't think you kick the guys out. I don't think out. so. I think it's, guys, it's, I mean, it's not year two or three. 16. Yeah. Yeah. You got 16. You've been doing it for nine years. Um, keep keep the character of the, of the entire trip going and find some better spots. Um, all right. I got one. The title, It's Not You. It's me. No, wait, it is you. Is the subject line. 37, recently married, no kids, mildly interested in fighting slow golfers. Every email comes with this, these, these nuts and bolts now. I'm a member of a community of life, like-minded golf sickos. We're dispersed throughout southern Ontario. And when we're not playing golf rounds together, we discuss all things golf and life outside of golf in an online chat group. One of the common interests many of us share is F1. It has recently come to the attention of the group that one of our members, we'll call him Brett, has returned from the Austin F1 event with an ostentatious item. To the delight of some and the horror of many more, we learn that Brett has returned with an Oracle Red Bull tailor-made driver. (laughs) Brett is a great dude and an above-average golfer. However, this transgression against good taste cannot go unpunished by the group. My question to you two is, what punishment is appropriate for such a goatee purchase? G-O-T-I? What is that gaudy. term? Is I think that... he meant gaudy. Gaudy. But he capitalized. Is this some sort of term of art? Internet slang? I apologize if that's offensive. I don't know what that means. For Appropriate for such a gaudy purchase. 
Um, I think it had to be Gaudi, right? Like Gaudi, yeah, Gaudi. We did. We got two emails like this, where another friend sent them the Oracle Red Bull driver, and the friend responded with with a screenshot of the text chain. This is two SGS golf advice emails. And said it was pretty badass. And they're like, can I remove him from the text chain? So we have multiple. The Oracle driver is breaking friend groups left and right. Uh, what punishment is suitable? I think just a little bit of shame. Look, everybody has their own tastes. I have mine. It may be bad. People can rip on me for my taste. I think this driver is insanely stupid. And paying extra for it is even more stupid. Um I think you should encourage them. See how far you can lean, get them to lean into things like this, right? Like, well, could you get, get him, him like a polo and a hat, a flat brimmed yeah. hat to show up on the first tee? Like he's like, could be also drive a car, but also maybe want to play golf, and nobody knows, like that kind of thing. That F one team that Rory's in on, it's got to start pumping out some golf products, right? They got to be looking at synergies, right? Get them, uh, get them all, get them, get them all wrapped up in just absurd golf gear. It's so thirsty. It's so th- every. Co- I don't every understand what your problem fine. with this is. My problem is it's fucking stupid. <laughs> TaylorMade is a fine driver, and F1 is a fine product. They don't need to come together and make some dumb driver that's two hundred dollars more. And you can punish your friend for buying one. What do you think? Uh, about, but just shame him a little bit. What do you think about this bit. helmet I got back here? Look at our well, that's that has, a, that has a long history of display. That that we slapped the helmet. Look at that. Slap <laughs> the helmet. That's that's a, that has a tradition to it. That that goes way back. Uh, all our masters podcast. But yeah, that's for that's for display and branding, not for purchase. For God's sakes, not for purchase. So I you bet walk we can make them for purchase. We- <laughs> Just guys in their backyard hitting each <laughs> slamming into each other and be dratty helmets. What what are we doing here? I don't think so. Uh, what's one you got? You got another golf advice? Oh yeah, let me get ready it to up. go. No, I gotta pull it up. Okay, I got okay. it here. Um, all right, thirty-two. No kids. Only will fight if it involves a chirpy New England Patriots fan after a Bills loss. So we got a Bills fan here. My roommate and I were playing a two-on-two match, uh, best ball against my roommate's fiance and my brother. Okay. Um, the match was uh, spirited and closely contested as we reached the 12th hole at a ve- uh, venerable Buffalo area muni on a crisp op- October day. After splitting the fairway off the tee on this long, straight, narrow par four, I topped my approach with a hybrid. It's relatable. <laughs> and still had 90 yards into an elevated green. I struck a crisp wedge for my third shot which was playing blind. I couldn't see the ball land. I arrived at the green and saw my ball some 10 feet away, which was a reasonable distance based on my impressions. I also noticed a ball marker six feet away from the hole, but crucially uh, didn't think of any, anything of it. The rest of the group played out all uh, having faced lengthier birdie or par putts. And I missed my 10 footer for par net birdie, uh, which would have won the hole. The hole was tied otherwise with pars. So he made a bogey net par tie the hole upon tapping in for bogey. I learned that the ball marker had actually been used to mark my ball. Uh, so like his ball was in my teammates line on his chip 
and he asked his fiance opponent to move to mark the ball. She obliged, and I was back in the fairway at the time. Had no awareness of this discourse. Couldn't see it. It was blind. Remember, uh, I was distracted and la- uh, lag- lagged. Re- he was he was looking at his phone, setting his fi- fantasy lineup. That's why it took him so long to get to the green. <laughs> Debate then ensued. Should I have a chance to reput from its pr- from the proper spot, six feet away, and have another chance to win the hole? Uh, should I reput, but only for my personal score, with the hole set as a tie? Should I take the bogey and move on? These are all questions. Um, there was also a debate as to the exact location of the ball marker, which had been since picked up. So the ball marker gets picked up too. Ultimately, the consensus was that I could reput with my brother casting the deciding vote. He took himself out of the voting. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. the consternation of his playing partner and my roommate's fiance, I abstained from voting. Of course, I made the putt. We won the hole and ultimately won the match one up. But this debate has gnawed at me for two weeks since the match. The only way to bring proper closure or closure is through the jury of SGS. Many thanks and consideration. So I'm not sure I followed that whole thing. If All right. you want to answer, like, give I, me I'll the give you some notes. cliff notes. All right. Trying to read the next. Okay. Our listener hits a hits a shot from blind from the fairway to, to six feet. Yeah. Right. It gets it gets marked marked unbeknownst to him, and somebody a, put I a think, marker on it. And I think what happened is the ball got like kind of like rolled off to ten feet, like rolled yeah. out of the way, oh. knocked out of the way. He gets up okay. to the green, he sees his ball, and he and that's where he thinks the ball is because he couldn't see it. Got so it. he misses his putt, which would have won the hole. Got when it. he finishes the hole, he realizes that the. Mark six feet away was actually where his ball was. Uh-huh. What Got does it. he do? Got it. And they lost the hole on this. They no. He, he so he got to hit the putt from the yeah. the mark, made and the they, putt, yeah. won the hole, yeah. and won, won the one match yeah. one up. Yep. Yep. Which yep. would yep. this was the deciding yep. one of the deciding factors. I think that's I think that's fine. I think you go putt it from the mark. The problem was you said the mark was picked up, so then they're guesstimating. <laughs> where he should putt it from. Um, and he abstained from the vote. It seemed like he took, his conscience should be clear. It seems like he took all proper precautions. He's a man of integrity. Uh, you know, he let the others vote, recused himself. Um, I should have probably, I mean, it was a blind shot. You should probably, but I, you should get ask whose mark is that? Who are who's in? Who's six feet in? What, right? What were the other people? What were the right. opponents doing? Right. Well, that's it's almost their fault, quite honestly. It's that I think the guy who hit the shot blind. <laughs> there's it's almost like less onus on him, right? He, he couldn't see where the ball went. <laughs> he gets you to ask play. Mark that he gets is. to play yeah. as the as the ignorant fool here. Like I. I do think there's just this whole, you know, I think this emailer is a great, great individual, but I do oh, think there's her. a, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of woe is me. I didn't know what was going on when there could have been a few easy questions asked about like, you know, well, whose mark is that? 
He was set, he was putting Tyson Badgett in his lineup out in the fairway, <laughs> trying to get the lineup set, and then he missed. He didn't know where he was supposed to be putting from. That's the problem. I so I have a lot of questions as to like what was going on while you were getting ready to putt with everybody else in the group that right. nobody realized they were setting their own lineups off in the, in the next tee box or something. I think honestly, like once the marks picked up, it's over. Yeah, that's a tough one. That part is where it all goes to hey, hey, like it's just over when the marks picked up. I don't think that that like that you could go back at that point. <laughs> like you just kind of. I think at that point I'd be like, well, you know what? I probably wouldn't have made it anyways. Let's <laughs> go on. So the match is, you know, they may have to vacate the match win, like Michigan's wins this year or something like I that. I think what you need to do stealing. is issue a formal formal apology like we do on <laughs> these pods. You know? Okay. All right. That's a tricky one. There's a lot happening there. But yeah, it, once the marks picked up, that's that may be the deciding factor. Sounds that's like you thing, tried to play like, it then right. You couldn't, then you couldn't even go back to the right spot, right? <laughs> right. 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 Um, let me get one more. Uh, fluffing on the fairways of Pinehurst. This is a Pinehurst themed uh, golf advice here. I'm a man. I'm 40. Did not clarify whether he's interested in fighting. Eight friends are going to trip on Pinehurst in a couple of weeks. Everyone's between a scratch and 15. That's a wide range and plays regularly. We all live in the States. So we all have different takes on playing the ball. We all live in different States. So we have different takes on playing the ball up and down. Why does that vary from state to state? What do you mean live in different states? What did they just play it up in certain states? <laughs> that what is this? Like, seems like I thought the, we lived our in friends, a society. friends of the USGA have tried really hard to standardize the rules. What of is this? What they like play it up in Oklahoma, but down in Texas. What is this? What, what state? What state is most likely to play it up? And what state's most likely to play it down at all? Costs? Well, now you're going to get into different red and blue type things. Who wants? Um, most likely to play it up. I'll I'll take this bullet. I just feel like most likely to play it up. The state of Georgia. Okay, why? I just could see it being like mushy a lot, like you know, or just okay. like swamp, generally swampy. This this might be, you know, because <sighs> I, the tour championship, the Super Bowl of golf is played up every other year. <laughs> I, Ten, I think Memphis, it's a character Memphis flaw. Might be, Memphis yeah, might be the Tennessee. home of playing it up. Yeah, Tennessee could be it. Playing uh, it down just, at all costs, I would say, is like Massachusetts. This is Massachusetts. <laughs> you know, like I could see Patriot fans being like, this is, a, this is the way we play. This is that's the way, way it goes. I don't need you think you need to be unreasonable about it. I just didn't understand that line. We live in different states. What is this? What is this regionality? I, I know there's different types of turf and things and conditions. Um, as we're all going to play some of the best courses in the world in the best ergonomic conditions possible, again, they're going to Pinehurst, at possibly the best time of year, I propose that we play the ball down everywhere unless weather doesn't allow. Another member of our group wants to play the ball up in the fairways what? with fluffing allowed. What are your thoughts? <laughs> this guy needs to be disinvited is my thought. This is a serious moral character flaw that this guy is exhibiting here. You want to go to Pinehurst and just fluff up every fairway lie? Every What? No. Do people do this? This isn't golf. Do you score? Do you like 
record the score like a real score am i out am i living on the moon here that's insane (laughs) no i don't i don't think you're living on the moon it's like a quintessential part of golf where you play the ball as it lies like i mean there's a whole absurd scene in in happy gilmore one of the most famous golf movies ever after a a grandstand falls in the way of a putt where you know they ask for a ruling and, and the shooter go play it as it lies i had to play it off a guy's foot you know yeah and, and you gotta I get play it, it as it lies if it's not like if you're just trying to get around or you're trying to see a place or just uh, not keeping score, okay, I, I guess occasionally like bump your bump it into something that won't hurt you or wrist or something like. But what? Just like Pioneer's number two on a golf trip, competitive? Like no, no, that's insane. I could like maybe see if you're like going somewhere that's doing the overseed and it's just you know it's. Well, none of none of these places should overseed. You know, yeah, that's one thing. Issue. But the you know the idea of overseeding, and it's like okay, it's really mushy and shitty, and like you know, maybe then you could do this. But this is not what's happening no. at all. <sighs> kind of no, no. All right, so that does it. That was an easy golf advice, but needed to be read. I apparently it's a big world out there with people have different proclivities and different strokes for different folks. But that's that's crazy. All right, uh, everyone, enjoy your weekends. Enjoy your Fridays. We will talk to you on uh, Sunday night or Monday in person from the shed doing Halloween costumes. If you have any ideas, feel free to send them. Just make it good. Don't 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 make it Michael Block. It's really got to be good. And I'll try to we'll see if we can weave in a listener submitted portion. We'll talk to you. uh, You good? You might look like you wanted to jump in there. We'll talk to you on Sunday.